what's good y'all so this is another episode of the hoop food podcast and i know i don't do these as often as i would like to but we are in the off season um and i had a spur of the moment sort of like feeling something i wanted to get off my chest of one thing that i really um want to just kind of address when it comes down to sports is when people say certain guys can play in certain eras or particular players can play on certain teams. And this is something that I really, I'm trying to understand where people are coming from. By the way, this is the 11th episode of the Hoop Food Podcast. And I try to, on this podcast, I say this almost every episode, but I may need to get out of this, that I try to give broad topics to where even if you are a casual fan or not a fan at all of basketball, you could at least follow the conversation and understand where I'm getting at. So anyway, the the thing I wanted to talk about on this particular episode was just that, like I said, I'm not a big fan of people saying certain players couldn't play in certain eras or that certain players couldn't play on certain teams. Like you can't plug them in. So I'll work this backwards. A common player that I hear people saying couldn't play on a different team is like Draymond Green. People go, well, he can play with Steph and, and, and Clay because they're the two best shooters of all time. And he's not reliant on shooting. You know, he's not required to shoot. So that's why he can play on this team. But if he went to any other team, he wouldn't be able to play. That's what they say, right? That's what they, people who think they know what they're talking. And, and mind you, I work on many different platforms. And I've watched basketball probably the least that I've watched ever. But I know one thing, and, I, and, 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 and I'm open to debate, I'm open to criticism, I'm open to the possibility that I'm wrong. But I don't believe I am when I say this. Draymond Green could play on any team he wanted to. And I'll tell you why. It's, it's very simple. He's a guy who's mobile. When I say mobile, he's, a, he's as mobile as any player on the court, you know, except for, like, the, the hyper-athletes. But as a, as a center... He's a, like, and that's the thing that people don't understand. Draymond Green is a true center. He's not a power forward. He's not a small forward. He's not a shooting guard. He's not a point guard. But here's the thing, though. You can plug him in at the 3, 4, and 5. But he's not those things. He's a, he's a true center. Excuse me, that's my alarm. But he's a true center. He's a true center. And, I'm, and, and the reason why I say that in, that in those terms is because you can put him at the five and he becomes deadly you know why because he's mobile like i just said he's more mobile than your center will be and on top of that him being more mobile he's not a bad three-point shooter in that sense of the fact that he's playing against a five and he's really good at it on defense too it's not like it's not like other teams where like you plug him in at the five or other other centers. I mean, when you plug him in at the five and it's like, oh, you're losing something, you know. It's not like that. It's like you put Draymond at the five and you're like, oh, he's as good as any other five at def- uh, defense and, 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 and protecting the rim and just knowing where to be on defense. And I haven't even gotten to the fact that Draymond Green is an expert at being able to facilitate on the high post even despite his lack of shooting 
He's a great high post passer. He knows where to be on defense. He's mobile. We, we know he can switch one through five. What team in the NBA would not want that? Maybe you can say there's centers that are, that are in the league that are so good that they would say, yeah, Draymond, come off the bench, or Draymond, go to power forward, or et cetera, et cetera. But what team could he not play for? Like, literally not play for. When Stephen Curry gets trapped and Draymond Green has to short road to the rim and make a decision, is he not one of the best in the league at that? Why do you think the Warriors were so deadly during those years? Is because when you trap Stephen Curry, they had a guy like Draymond Green who was playing the five and giving you everything you needed on defense and everything you needed as a short road passer. But people who don't know basketball, and I'm not an expert in basketball, but I've watched enough film and I've read I've read enough up on this stuff to know if you say Draymond Green couldn't play on a different team, it's it's asinine. It's, it, it, you know, to use a Stephen A word, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? The dude is elite. I remember when Draymond first got to the NBA and we realized what he was. And I was telling people, he's elite. Like he's because he was he was he was he was sniffing the Olympic team. And I'm like, he's elite. And certain people would tell me he's not elite. And I'm like, what are you watching? And, you know, years later, he won a uh, defensive player of the year. And I'm like, he should have been one that. You know, Draymond Green is one of the best defensive players I've ever seen. And and, and, I, and I'm using that in terms of um, versatility. And I don't want to make this whole podcast about Draymond Green. But I need to make that point about how you hear people say certain guys can play on certain teams. And, I, and I'll, I'll transition this to people say certain guys can play on certain in certain eras, right? They say Stephen Curry couldn't play in the hand checking era. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Do you think Stephen Curry, who's one of the best players of all time, outside of his shooting, he's one of the best mid-range shooters, he's one of the best passers, he's one of the smartest IQ guys, he knows where to be on defense, regardless of how good he is or not. The dude is elite at finishing at the rim. He's elite at everything you need him to do as a point guard. He's unselfish. I mean, I know he's not the, he's not the most imposing defender. But it's not like he's um, Steve Nash, you know, and even Steve Nash was a great team defender, you know, and that's a whole nother conversation for people who don't know basketball about defense and, and, and team defense and knowing where to be. It's much more important than the guy who has all the talent but doesn't know where to be, right? So I, I, they say LeBron can play in any era. Oh, no, he wouldn't be as effective in the 80s. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Because somebody's going to elbow him in the, in the mouth? Like, that's your argument? Is that, what you, is, is that what you opened up your mouth to say? Then we can say that about anybody. It's like, it's, it's, it's a misnomer. You might as well not speak. You know what I mean? It, it, it's the stupidest conversation. And then you hear other people say stuff like this. Oh, um, well, you know, they don't play defense nowadays. It's like, well, no, again, you don't know basketball and you're proving it. The court has gotten bigger as shooters have gotten better. Defense is much harder now than it's ever been. And anybody who really knows basketball knows that. It's not, it's not hard. These things are not hard to know. These things are not secrets. And there's people who work around the league 
who know this as well as their ABCs. But then you hear casual fans say stupid stuff like the last three, the last three points I've brung up. And it and it's one of those things that, you know, I run the Hoop Food uh, brand. I've been watching film for a while now. I've made breakdowns. I've made um, game breakdowns going back to like 2017 on YouTube. And more recently, I started the podcast and I've, I've tried to reach out to a certain degree to um, just see where people are at. And I got to be honest, a lot of what I've witnessed is just disappointing because so many hoop fans and like I said, I'm not an expert myself. I have so much more to learn about basketball. Um, I never played it organized. I'm, I'm not a coach. Um, I do know a little bit about the offensive sets, and you know, I know, I know, I know, I know a good amount of stuff because I've, I've, I've passionately learned a lot through watching film and, and, and just sticking close to what certain coaches were doing and, and, and reading a lot of articles, and I've read more basketball than I watched at times. And I still, um, to a certain degree, follow certain writers and podcasters and people who are, you know, journeyed their way around the league. But you, you, you just get a sense of, like, a lot of NBA fans are clueless about what they're saying and what they're watching. And they think they know basketball because they go to the park every day and play. But honestly, they don't know as much as they think they know. And the last three points that I brung up are kind of evidence of that. And I just want to really hone in on the fact that if you actually go watch film and, and you can go year after year going backwards, you're going to slowly start seeing a uh, decrease in the level of um, just efficient production of the game, of the players. Of whatever they're doing on the court. Of the defense. The offense. Every aspect of the game has been improved through time. And that's not something we should be ashamed of. Or that we should shun the players of today. Because of it. Like some people go. Well these players today have better technology. than the Like okay. What's your point? I mean, I mean are they not better? Are they better or not? Is the defense better or not? Is the offense better or not? Are the plays that these coaches are running that they got off the backs of the coaches before them better or not? It's one or the other. You can't have both. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that we have to um you know shun anything that came before. It just means that things have gotten better and that's good for the game. And they've gotten better in many different ways. You know? So even with player empowerment, it's miles ahead of you where it used to be. So, I mean, this is the Hoop Food Podcast, the 11th episode. Um, I guess I'll title this, Can We Please Stop <laughs> With The He Couldn't Play In This Era or uh, He Couldn't Play For This Team. And I'll, and I'll obviously shorten that to make it make more sense as a title. But that's something that I've I've heard year after year after year by hoop fan after hoop fan after hoop fan. And I just immediately know they don't know basketball, you know, as much as they think they do. 
as soon as they open up their mouth and say that. And Draymond is one of the main ones I hear them say that about, that he couldn't play on a different team. And I'm just like, bro, he's so valuable. He's so valuable. So smart on the court. You know, you, you can't have another Draymond Green. There is none. There is none at all. So, um, there's many different guys like this, though. They said the same about Kobe. Said the same about LeBron. You know, I, you know what's funny? They don't say anything about MJ. They don't go, MJ couldn't play. You, you know what, actually, though? They did say that about MJ, too. They said the same. I, I forget. It's like these stories, they, they circulate round and round and round. And they get rewritten until it's not popular to say it anymore. And and that and that's another thing I'll end on is that a lot of these statements that people make are regurgitated bull, you know what? Because they heard it from somebody else, they heard it on first take, and they they, they don't really have a actual hoop take. They don't have any real knowledge about the game. But they know they know the statements that people usually make. So they run with that when they're speaking freely amongst their homies or their friends or co-workers and they'll just say whatever like like a diary out their mouth oh this is what i think because this is what i heard and i'll give you a perfect example of this before i end this um i was speaking with a co-worker of mine quite a while ago um it was when lebron and anthony davis had just got to la and uh he knew i was a um a fan and he was telling me how oh yeah they don't have any superstars though right because you know, because that was true for like seven years prior to this. And he's like, well, they don't have any superstars. And he was talking as if he knew what he was talking about. And I'm like, LeBron's been with the Lakers two years now. And I'm like, I'm like, he almost is the best player in the league. If not, he is. And I'm realizing, like, I'm talking to somebody who doesn't actually watch basketball, but is so thirsty to make it seem like he does and to have an opinion about it so watch out for that just watch out for this stuff that i'm i'm mimicking and that i'm I'm talking to you about just watch out for it it destroys the game to me it dilutes it it makes it watered down um and 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 i'm for a a better game i'm for a stronger game with stronger fans around it and i make these podcasts and and, I, and I'm open to people telling me where I'm wrong at because I don't claim to have perfect knowledge on everything. Like I said, I, I run many different platforms that don't even exist within sports, but I definitely believe I know what I'm talking about when I talk about this stuff. So um, I appreciate you all listening. Please hit me for feedback and um, tell me what you think about whatever I said just now. And, um, yeah, yeah, hand checking and all that stuff is a whole nother argument I could go into, but I'm gonna let this one breathe. Um, this is 11th episode, more episodes to come. I'm waiting on the NBA season to kick off. I really, really am waiting. Um, and I, and I want to switch up the content, um, as we get near those dates. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening.